With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast, fresh from the Ryder Cup. For the excitement of the three days of that, I am joined, as always, by Dave Tyndall. To this time, go through two tournaments today, Dave. But have you have you recovered from your Ryder Cup exploits? Yeah, just about. It always takes a couple of days just to reset. But yeah, I'm ready to go again. And we've got two uh, tournaments that we're going to have a look at. Obviously, we join you on a Wednesday, so we try and soak in as much of the information and gossip and rumour and press conferences, etc., as possible. And we're we're going to start on the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship, Dave. I'll give you the top end of the markets on this one. Shane Lowry, fresh from his, I mean, he, I think he was one of the positives from the uh, European Ryder Cup exploits. He heads the market. He is best price of 16 to 1. Tyrrell Hatton, one of his teammates, 18 to 1. Alex Noren, 18. You've got Billy Horschel in there at 18s as well. So is Tommy Fleetwood. Brandon Grace is 28 to 1. And the rest are bigger. What do we know? Where are you going to take me for this one? Yeah, I, I, I was waiting for a few interviews to, to come through today because you, you wonder how tired people are going to be. I think overall, I, I don't want to be back in the guys who've just played in the Ryder Cup and taken an absolute hammering. Uh, they've interviewed Shane Lowry today and he sort of didn't know what day it was. Not for me. They've also interviewed Billy Horschel. If you remember, he won at Wentworth a few weeks ago. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how he might play this, a very different test, of course. So he said a couple of things. One, I thought, oh, maybe. Apparently, he's arranged so he, he can play with his dad. This is a pro-am this week. So he's got his dad involved. So he's flown his dad over. And his dad turned 70 on Friday. So all lovely. And that, what, a, what, a, what a good son he's been there. When he's asked about his own game, he, he says, my game was in good shape a few weeks ago, but I'm not nearly as sharp as I was at Wentworth. I went home for two weeks, didn't do anything for eight, day, eight days at home. So he feels maybe, he says there's a few loose shots here and there now. So maybe he's just, this is more like a kind of nice story about him and his dad rather than he's going all out for the win. 
that, that goes one of two ways, isn't it? You either relax because you've got your dad with you and you play better golf, or you basically just think about your family and don't really play, think about your golf. Yeah, I think it's going to be more just a, a, a memorable experience than, a, yeah. than a, an eyes out, got to get the win. Because he really wanted to win at Wentworth, you could tell. Um, so not those two. So I've looked at the weather forecast. Obviously, it's the links of Scotland where we will be uh, into October when it starts. Is that right? October tomorrow? It's October on Friday, isn't it? I think. Friday, yeah. So the last three days will be uh, in October. So that time of year in Scotland. You, you, they're criticising Shane Larry because he not know what day it is. And you, you don't know what day it is either. Well, I, I felt like I've been in the Ryder Cup for the last... <laughs> You know, a bit, bit uh, addled. Billy Horschel, not for me. So the weather um, is going to be pretty blowy, it seems like. So I wanted to pick a player who's a proven Lynx performer. So I looked down some of the ones that are kind of in my mind as classic Lynx performers. And the one I landed on uh, was Matthew Southgate, um, who just on that pure, he plays well in windy weather, 100 to 1. It's a big old price. So then he started investigating it a little bit more. So some of his background. So he's won the... Um, St Andrews Lynx, which is the tournament played here. It's not a European tour event, but he, he's won that before. He's a member at Carnoustie. He's an Englishman, but he's a member at Carnoustie, which is one of the three courses being used. He should have won this event last year, I think. He was all set to win, get his first European tour win after shooting 65, 66, 65. Brilliant play. Then he, he just couldn't get it going on the old course at St Andrews in, in the final round and shot a 71, which was still under par, but it wasn't enough and he finished runner-up, but still a massive week. And since then, he, he's played four times in Scotland and finished 9th, 16th, 26th, 33rd. So he, this is a good part of the world. From now, the, the, the X factor this week, which could go, you talked about Billy Horsell going one or two ways. Well, Matthew Southgate this week is partnered with Javier Ballesteros. Oh, wow. Yeah, who um, you can guess, if you don't know, that is Seve's son. I've not heard many Ballesteroses, so I guess there was a link. Yes, yeah. Obviously, we lost Seve a few years ago, and, and really sadly, Matthew Southgate lost his father, and that's a long back, so it's his first, first time at Carnoustie since. So those two will be playing together. Obviously, all that history with Seve Ballesteros when he, he won the 1984 Open at St Andrews, that iconic image of him celebrating. Matthew Southgate and, and Javier Ballesteros will be playing St Andrews together on day one of this tournament. So if you're going to be inspired, <laughs> that's pretty much the way to do it, isn't it? And I'm sure they'll, they'll exchange some great stories about their fathers and just about golf in, in general. So it's a week where you could back Matthew Southgate purely on golfing terms, but you've got this added kind of balance to it where there's other factors at play where in this nice sort of reflective, relaxed atmosphere, he might be able to play play some of his best golf and not fret too much about his swing or anything. In terms of his form, it's not amazing, but it's good enough, I think. Last two starts, Matthew Southgate, 35th and 34th. Um, on 35th at Wentworth, that was on, on courses that uh, don't play into his hands as much as as, the, as these do. So I, there's obviously there's no um, kind of everything is perfect with Southgate this week, but I expected to see him at a much shorter price. So to get a hundred to one, if you can find one of the bookies, well, Skybet, Skybet go eight places, a fifth eight places, hundred to one Matthew Southgate. I thought it's definitely worth it, worth a go. 
Yeah, it stands out that one, doesn't it? Because usually you, you get a few more places and they take a bit off the price, but Skybet is still on 100 to 1 with eight places, 50 odds. So uh, Matthew Southgate, the man, and that'd be, a, that'd be a lovely story, wouldn't it, if uh, it the Ballesteros name is uh, brought back into our ears a bit. So we saw, obviously, quite a lot of uh, images of Seve over the last few days with the Ryder Cup. Sadly missed. What, what a player. I remember he, he came to, a, uh, when where I used to live in Lincolnshire when I was a kid. He came to the local golf club there hitting the ball, yeah, knelt down. I, I, I didn't go to see it, but I could, uh, my mum and dad lived next door to the golf course and I had my binoculars out and I was watching him on the first tee and he did one of those things where he knelt down um, and they hit his driver straight down the middle off his knees kind of thing. Um, yeah, in, incredible um, performer as well as player. Um, let's um, move across the pond then, shall we? We've got the Sanderson Farms Championship in the US and I'll go through the top end of the market with this one as well. We've got a few uh, Ryder Cup players on the list here too. Um, Sam Burns is the favourite. He's 18 to 1. Will Zaratoris is 20 to 1. Sergio Garcia, who was one of the uh, positives of the European team, 22 to 1. You've got Sanjay Im in there at 22s as well. Corey Connors in there at 22s as well. Where are you taking me? For this one, Dave Tindall. Yeah, I'm going to look down the betting again and, and go in a, a three-figure price once more on Peter Malnati. You're going for the big one to this time, aren't you? Yeah. So um, he's um, come in for interview. Um, it was either last night or the day, but anyway, his interview's up, which is something that I had not seen earlier in the week when I wrote some previews. So now I've got the benefit of seeing Peter Malnati's words. Why have they brought him in? Well, because he is a former winner of this event. He won it back in 2015 and he was also runner-up last year. So he's got some stellar course form. Um, so obviously they've, they've gone into that. He says, for the first, for the, when I played here for the first time in 2015, he got kind of stayed he stayed with a family who lived on the course he didn't know at the time but they've now become really really close friends to him and his wife and 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 the little malnati junior as well so he gets to see them every year and he says it, it makes him really feel at home he absolutely loves the course part of that is because he's done so well there he's asked um why though what you know what specifically is it about the course and he says he feels in a comfort zone because it's the type of grass. I grew up in East Tennessee and we have similar Bermuda fairways, Bermuda roughs. Uh, the greens are flawless, which is something that has always benefited me. I'm a really good putter. Um, I just feel really confident and putting and it's really comfortable for me putting on these greens. He couldn't be in a better place. So obviously, why is he such a big price? Well, yeah, why is he such a big price? Obviously, there must be something in his current form. And, and you go through it since May and there's a lot of missed cuts there. But he might just have turned the corner. Obviously, we're into the new season. And sometimes, even though it's only divided by a couple of weeks and it's not a new year, just mentally, players can sort of flip the, the golfing calendar in their head and, and feel like they're on a new page. And they asked about um, his current form. And he says, uh, I played a solid tournament last week, two weeks ago, actually. Um, I'm really hopeful I can carry that into this year. My game feels actually really, really good. The best it's felt in months. So that's really exciting. So uh, that Fortinet Championship in California, he shot a second round 66, closing 68 for, for tie 22nd, which is his best finish in quite a while. Now, if he can build on that and, and you know, every chance he might be able to at, at this course, 
where he's got a first and a second, and I think he's a big old price. We say quite often, don't we, and it applies to a lot of sports, that if you go to a venue where you've got good memories and it, it brings those old juices back and you start to feel the vibe again, and maybe Peter Malnati can do that for us this week. In terms of prices um, on Malnati, um, biggest price I can see on odds checker in front of me at the moment, 110 to 1 with Unibet, but that's six places of 50 odds. Yeah. Um, you can get eight places with the likes of Hills, Paddy Power, um, but there, he's at 90s with them. Would you go for the extra places for a slightly shorter price on somebody like him? You can. If you um, scroll across a little bit, you can get 100 to on eight places with Betway. Oh, I hadn't spotted that. Good spot. Betway so is the one, there. isn't it? Yeah, there's also Boyle Sports who are actually going 10 places and you can get 80s. Um, so you can go for more places or you can go for the one you've got an account with, but 100s, 90s, that sort of price, um, you can get Malnati. I also want to put him up for first-round leader because that's something he's good at. Uh, if you go through his form, he's got a couple of first-round leads in his last maybe 30 events. That's a, a pretty good strike rate. So he's someone who can burst out of the blocks fast, Peter Malnati. We've seen him do that plenty of times. Um, he's quite popular in the first-round betting community. It does. He, he can go really low and shoot these low rounds. And here he shot um, a, a closing round. Actually, last year he shot 63 in round four last time. So it's a course where he can, he can go low on. And we've seen him, um, I think it was the Sony Open last year, he was the first round leader. And he's also a leader in one other one. So someone who can pop up on that first round leaderboard and you can collect your money on Thursday. 90 to 1, Peter Malnati is the best price for him to be the first round leader. And you can get uh, six places for that as well. So that's a way into. So Peter Malnati, first round leader, 90 to 1, six places with the likes of Skybet. And for him to win the whole goddamn thing, he is um, around about 100 to 1 as well. Shop around, boiled sports, etc. Um, give you some nice places with that too. And obviously, back at the Alfred Dunhill links, Dave, we were looking at Matthew Southgate. He's around about 100 to 1 as well, eight places for him with Skybet at a fifth the odds thank you as always Dave Tyndall yeah cheers James if those prices um, well obviously you have a bit on those but you could kind of downgrade a little bit and back them for top 10s something like that even top 20s um, but let's go for it we're going to put them up as outright tips and with the Malnati first round leader as well well you've had plenty of success in the past so hopefully we'll be inundated with tweets and directed your way saying thank you Dave Tyndall for that wonderful bet or at least one of these two comes in we're all very happy bunnies and betting bunnies out there this week so uh, Peter Malnati and Matthew Southgate the two players that we're behind on the golf betting podcast this week Dave I've said goodbye to you so I won't say goodbye to you again good luck out there everybody gamble responsibly enjoy the golf and we'll see you again next week Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday please gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for all the information Podcast Network.